welcome to the Like a Bigfoot podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ward. Way back, seemingly thousands of years ago, but really only about seven or eight months ago in November, uh, I successfully tricked, some would say, or convinced, I would say, a handful of my friends to sign up for their very first ultra marathon and uh we did a whole episode about it episode number 175 i think it was called preparing for boonville um because we all signed up for the boonville backroads ultra um which is a race that's south of des moines in iowa and dude i gotta say i was so excited right like these are Five of my closest buddies, four of them were going to compete in their very first ultra marathon. They're going to take on the 50K. Uh, one of them was going to do the 100K with me. Um, and it was awesome. I was so pumped. We Every week we would text back and forth. I would create these challenges uh, just to make training fun because I know training can sometimes get long. And, you know, when you're signed up months and months before a race, like, dude, it's hard to keep up that motivation. Um and so we were doing pretty good with it uh, all the way through February, beginning of March. And then as soon as we got kind of locked down, the motivation completely dropped off because I think we saw the writing on the wall where we knew just based off of what was happening in the ultra running, really any any <laughs> anything, like everything was being canceled or rescheduled or delayed or whatever. So I think we just kind of knew. Uh, a couple of the guys, Travis and Sean, live and Brady at the time, lived in gigantic cities. So Travis lives in Los Angeles. Sean and Brady live in Chicago. Um, they just didn't feel comfortable going out and running, which I completely understand and you know totally understandable. Uh, then Brady moved back to Muscatine, Iowa, which is our hometown, um, kind of a smaller Iowan town. And he just crushed it in training because he's like, dude, I had nothing else to do. It was awesome. Like, I just would go out and run. And, you know, it was a, a nice way to kind of either start the day or, or in the, the work day. Um, so long story short, the wheels kind of fell off the bus for training. Uh, the wind came out of our sails, whatever expression you want to use. And, you know, the challenges that I was presenting them stopped because I was like, dude, what, like, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? You know, um, you know, I definitely kind of went through a funk, all of that stuff. Um, anyways, around April, mid April or something, we all started texting again. We're like, Hey, listen, like they rescheduled the race. And by the way, let me just clarify this. In this episode, we say cancel a couple times. We really mean reschedule. So the race is rescheduled for Labor Day. Um, spoiler alert for the episode. I don't think all of us are going to be heading there. I will be. Um, my plan right now is still go there, complete the race. Uh, I know my buddy Thad, who isn't on this podcast because, <laughs> uh, man, horribly, like a week before, he uh, dislocated his elbow and wasn't able to compete uh in the way all of the rest of us did so i think you know he was kind of like i'll hold off until i'm able to actually do something and then he ended up going out and running 15 miles with basically a dislocated elbow with his arm in a cast that's another story um so uh 
Yeah, it was rescheduled. But we were like, I think we still need to honor the original date. And so basically we decided, listen, whatever you can do, go out there that day and do something physically challenging to the try to make it to the point that of a 50K. So Travis and Sean rode 100 miles on a Peloton because, like I said, they've been a little bit more confined to their apartments. Um, So they rode 100 miles on a Peloton, which sounds horrible. I went and rode a little bit on ours the other day and just tried to imagine riding 100 miles. And, dude, I can't imagine it. It sounds rough. (laughs) Um, My cousin Matt went out and rucked well with a 60 pound pack for 10 miles through Missouri. We'll get into that in this episode. And then the man, the myth, the legend, Brady Manriquez bringing tears of joy to this man's eyes, because really the only goal with the podcast at the end of the day was to get Brady Manriquez to run a 50 K. And I'm so unbelievably proud of this guy because the date of our 50k rolls around he's in amazing shape he goes out solo 50k around the back roads uh gravel roads of of muscatine iowa and just crushes it and i i will never forget he called me probably an hour after his run and he like i haven't heard so much joy in somebody's voice for the longest time he was so happy he was so pumped and it was infectious it was so good it was such an amazing moment uh for him but also just for me as a fan of brady manriquez like it was an amazing moment i love that guy so much um so so yeah and then i went out and ran a 50k from my house and i want to see if i could link trails up to boulder uh, up bear peak um and it was pretty cool yeah it was an awesome event we'll talk a little bit about it here but um i did the east coast west coast uh whatever virtual challenge and i gotta say i did not represent the west coast well <laughs> i took my sweet time uh in other words so uh, yeah, this is a long episode, guys, though. Um, it's always fun talking with these guys at a certain point. I like to just sit back, listen to these guys tell their tales. Um, they entertain me to no end. I think Sean Furlong's sense of humor is one of my favorite things. Uh, he cracks me up so much, and I re-listened to this episode beforehand um, because when it's a Zoom call of like, five different people there's moments where people talk over each other so i tried to like you know edit those as best i could um but the dude cracks me up so anyways let's get into it i don't know what to call this guys this is like the alternative ultra um the alternative boonville backroads um we'll have the real one eventually um so yeah let's get right into it though this is the like a bigfoot podcast number 206 with my friends, Matt Rackers, Sean Furlong, Brady Manriquez, and Travis Stephan. All right. Welcome to the Like a Bigfoot podcast. There you go. I gave Brady the podcast. Hold on. How do I get Sean in this thing? Yeah. What are you talking about? No, Sean's not here, man. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? He's going to come in in five, four, three, 
two, one. Well, it didn't work, buddy. It's working. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I said no. Like, Where's Sean? I don't see him. Four, three, two, one. Oh, hey, there he is. Hey, Hello. there he is. Hey. There's our guy. Yo. <laughs> I can't wait. Comment on the two people. No yeah. he, he, no reaction, by the way. No, he's, yeah, he's reacting right now. He's like, probably, you're probably not on grid view. He's probably on normal view. What, you two psychopaths are on a fucking bike? <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Why? My ass is closed for. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you guys. We're doing this right now. This is during my it's during my workout window in the morning, so I had to I had to do something. I couldn't let Travis be the only one biking. By the way, thank you. Much appreciated. That's very considerate of you. Tired watching you guys. I'm going slow. My cadence is like 65. My cadence is 66. Resistance. My cadence is like 67. What's your resistance? 40. My resistance is 41. Fuck. (laughs) I had dreams of like actually planning this out. And now then I saw Travis on a bike. Drew those dreams right out the window. Wow, that was quick. Can someone like kind of start us off like by saying, I don't know if I can bike during this, guys. Yeah, don't bike. Yeah, it's really stupid. (laughs) I like it. Like this is a problem you can fix. You're you're the host. Like I'm just listening. What's your output? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like 65. All right. it's, not, it's not good. This is exactly I'm what got us all into it. this mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all this right, right. I'm stop biking. Well, I was hoping for Sean to have a reaction, and he got yeah. on, saw us biking, and just literally just shrugged. His, huh? his reaction was mostly visual, and it's an, <laughs> yeah. audi- it's an auditory medium. So... Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I think I came through with a good description at the end. That's true. Yeah. All right. Let me get situated and then we'll officially start. Brady, are you ready? Are you ready, Brady? Sure. Everyone else is ready. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I am here with four of my best friends of all time. I love you guys. Um, we... All came on the show back in like December or something, and I tried to host a podcast with four other people. And with a lot of editing, it actually turned out to be a pretty good show. Um, but I personally, I was like, I don't know how to host a podcast with more than one other person. It's like nearly impossible. Um, so we're gonna give it another shot. I am way jacked up on coffee. Travis is riding a Peloton bike as we speak because he just couldn't get enough of it. An animal. Um, and so not surprised. It was two <laughs> days ago. I am not an animal. I'm my output is 65. I'm just moving. That's all. <laughs> and I thought we'd come back on. So our Boonville Roads uh back back roads ultra was canceled or not canceled, it was postponed till Labor Day. Um, and I thought we'd all come back on and kind of like talk about what we did instead of that. Cause we all basically decided let's go do something physical, even though we're not going to do the thing we were originally planning. So, um, yeah, so I'm here with Matt, my cousin, lovely man. Say hi, Matt. Hi. <laughs> going through puberty, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Wait, hang on. The race was postponed. It wasn't canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know if I, I want to do this all. anymore. <laughs> Can I mean, we just address that? The show today is talking you guys back into it. it. Yeah. You gotta oh, resell this. Yeah, dude. You have you to have wait. Thanksgiving. It's gonna take. It's gonna take like at least a week for me to forget. <laughs> it usually takes around a week or two to forget that it sucks. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, fond memories. Yeah, but here's the thing, man. You did something. So, I mean, we'll get into it, but you and Sean rode the Peloton for 100 miles. That was what you guys kind of uh, did instead of the race, which I was telling Travis before you got on, Sean, I rode it 20 miles this morning, and the whole time I'm like, I don't know how those guys did that uh, for 100 miles. Dude, it was the first 40 were okay. The next 20 were like, oh, this is a problem. And the last 40, I mean, I quit, and then you guys talked me into it again. Like, it was yeah. bad. I took breaks every five miles. Yeah. That sounds like the, a proper, like, that sounds like a good equivalent to what we were going to be doing otherwise then. Like, uh-huh. that sounds like it was like you picked a good equivalent to where you had to suffer through the end and, want, and quit <laughs> and then rejoin. Honestly, like you guys would have been like, yeah, 70 sounds great. Great work. I would have been like, awesome. I'm going to go take a shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, uh, luckily, you had somebody else also doing the same thing. I know. So... And he beat me. He started like I three needed... hours later. And I needed you to finish to like continue so I could continue to like want to also finish. <laughs> so it's yeah. like a selfish motivation. <laughs> yeah, fair. Matt, it was annoying. It was what was annoying. Matt? What was, I know like weight and distance what was that uh 10 miles with 60 pounds god damn like a backpack like a ruck yeah it's the only thing i could do i don't have a peloton i own a single speed bike i can't (laughs) run because nice and my feet are now screwed up um (laughs) so yeah yeah that was all i got well and then Brady did the 50K. So Brady, yeah, like a beast. You two were the only one that did the real thing. But I didn't yeah. do what I signed up to do either. Oh, so, I see. I see. So Brady did the 50K. He was so the one Brady, that got Brady it. wins. Brady wins. Yeah, he wins. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'll accept that. Single. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited to hear about it. I know, Brady, you called me afterwards. <clears throat> And that was, I was a pretty conversation. amped up, man. I was pretty jacked up, like happy. As you should have been. Because I wasn't entire like I wasn't entirely set on what I was going to do until like a couple of days before. What was the course? What were your loops? Sorry, anyone that wasn't uh, the Muscatine. <laughs> I'm no, just curious how you um, get a 50k down. Like, do you run around the city? Well, I did. Like that's the thing is, like I ran, I ran everywhere in the city prior to this. Like, so I've been back here since like Mar- at the very end of March. I, run, well, like, I still all remember the... you deserting me in my city. That's cool. That's it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take us back. Take us back to like. Okay, so I, I mean, we all had like, we were doing good. We were rolling. Yeah, I hit a half marathon on my own, first ever half marathon, and then everything. Like that's when the guy from the Jazz got it, and the NBA shut down, and then everything yeah. shut down. And then people Tom were Hank. still on, people were still on Lakeshore in Chicago running, which was the only place you can do long distance running. 
but everyone goes there. It's like the opposite of what you want to do. Yeah. So I'd have yeah. to find, you know, 18, 20 mile routes wearing a mask on like city blocks. I was like, uh, no, I'm not doing it. No, thank you. Yeah. So that shut me down pretty hard. And then I just went into like garage gym mode and Peloton mode. So my yeah. thighs are real beefcakes now because of the Peloton. <laughs> One same though, like I, running outside in Chicago was the same like one or two loops that I normally would do, which is pretty boring. But when I decided to get out of there and I got here, I was like, oh, the options that are available for running outside is so oh, much sure. more. And I just got super motivated. And so like my daily mileage increased quite a bit from like five to six miles a day to close to like, I was averaging like eight to nine miles a day for like two weeks there. Like, so I don't know. Dude. I ramped it up. I ramped it up big. So time. you did the opposite and of me. I, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you like left the city and you went back yeah. to a smaller Iowa town. You know, you went back to mm-hmm. your parents' house mm-hmm. just to kind of get out. And like, you're all, we're all working from home anyways, so it's kind of yeah. like yeah, an option. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it can work from anywhere. Uh, work from my folks' place, but then it was like. The weekend long runs would be like usually Wildcat Den. And anyone from us team listening knows what Wildcat Den is. Chris's favorite place on earth. Uh, that was like. Yeah, here's the part where Chris tells you about the song. There's a song called oh. Wildcat Den. <laughs> from right, some people in our hometown. I love it. Travis, it just rips on me continuously because I'm like, Wildcat Den is in my top 10 places to run. In the United it's, it's all right <laughs> i mean it's great but you know whatever the, you got fat man no, squeeze. I, you got uh it tipped over man. He's gonna bring up fat man over. <laughs> devil's punch uh, no more we get yeah. it it's a park with stuff and it's named yeah 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 <laughs> sean have you ever guys, been Den, man guys Experience chris you live in colorado Wildcat <laughs> Den in Iowa compared to Colorado Mountains. Yep. Is the favorite place on earth? That's weird to me. No, it's top 10. It's top 10. It's top not ten. my favorite. Okay. Top 10. Top oh, 10. God. Totally top valid. Top 10 totally valid. Yeah. If it's your single most ahead. favorite place, I'm like, eh. It's <laughs> like, I wouldn't even say it's in my top 100,000 places. <laughs> I don't have a single member. Of it. I don't know how to get there. Got the grist mill. I grew up there and I couldn't get you there at all. No, me neither. Could not tell you the last time I was there. You go on Cedar Street or Mulberry or what? Probably No, opposite direction. No. I feel like you're just naming random streets during every city, too. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Main Street or First? Chestnut? Yep. Oh, you go out South Side? Yeah. Oh, man. You had the bluegrass. I gotta ask oh, this wow. then, real quick, right now. Uh, uh, favorite place in the world? Go, Travis. In the world? Yeah. My balcony here in Marina del Rey. Here's the thing. Okay, so let's to go back <laughs> to like when this lockdown happened. Travis was just so content, and he's like, I talked to him, and I was like telling Lindsay, I'm like, I think I'm worried about Travis, and she goes, Why? I'm like, He's just walking around his block, like. His only exit <laughs> strategy is walking around his block. And she's like, what's he doing the rest of the day? I'm like, he's sitting on his couch. Like, Dude, that's it. all I do. Working. I just have a dog. 
Welcome to everybody's day today, yeah, like right now. You're either walking around outside you're, aimlessly, or you're sitting Chris, you're the only out. one that you're the gets to this. carry on, like, as nothing happens. Yeah. Just go into the you're mountains the and frolic. You're like, oh, I've got mountains, oh, I've got three yeah. children that make every day different. I'm super content having every day be almost the same. I'm a creature <laughs> habit. Can I point this out? Just as if he was coming directly from the set of Tiger King, Travis Stefan in the background has a, a, a lion painting in his house. And I also want to point out, if, if I don't know if you can see it on your camera right now, but he bought the sign from Rudy. I did. Yes. That's true. We, we That's awesome. Like the actual it's, sign? Uh, well, it's not the actual one from the movie because that one's hanging up in the Notre Dame locker room. But it is. Not like, it's on my, don't care. So like, as I, as I go down my stairs, it's the sign like a replica, but it's signed by the actual Rudy, nice. not Sean, Sean Astin. Astin? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the actual Rudy. Samwell? Uh, <laughs> Samwell so that's kind of fun. So it's Sam just Wise. every time I go down my stairs, I tap it, play like a champion today. Mm. Rudy. That's pretty badass, actually. Yeah. I'll show the stairs. <laughs> what's, with the lion? what's the thought with the lion, though? <laughs> I'm a Leo. And I also enjoy lions. I don't know what to tell you. I have a tiger over here. There's a tiger over there. So I came in a set. Um, I love it. So Matt, what, like during lockdown kind of situation, what was, I don't know. I just feel like our motivation kind of, you know, it was like, hey, this isn't the most important thing in the world right now, obviously. There's oh, it like imploded, yeah. Important things. So, you know, and then and then I think we all kind of saw the writing on the wall, like the race was going to be canceled or rescheduled or whatever. And uh, just trying to like at least do something during that time was, it was harder to kind of like get up for it, I guess. It was for me. I don't know. We, uh, so I got listed like, both my wife and I both got listed as like essential, I guess. Um, so work didn't really change, but we couldn't go to the gym. Um, and I actually got overwhelmed with work. So, uh, yeah, with the race getting canceled, my training took a nosedive. Um, and then, yeah, my other foot started bugging me too. So with all of that, my training went to hell in a handbasket. Well, and, and Matt's training, like, I just think it's important to point out you were height. One time you sent us a picture and you're just full camo with a giant gun and you're like, I'm squirrel hunting while I'm hiking. With <laughs> yeah, it works, man. I carry like, that. Would, I think I carried like 30 pounds of corn that day and set up a couple of, uh, like you deer are antler man. traps. That's no. super manly. Like, Travis kind of like fell off the grid a little bit in terms of like the group texting because we're incessant. <laughs> but like Matt and you guys too, start so early. Grid. Yeah. It's, well, yeah uh, Matt would fall off the grid too, but then would kind of like rejoin with like some kind of epic like walrus costume. And then there would be. Oh, yeah. That was uh, great. He'd be hunting. Then just be like, <laughs> and you find out he was like golfing while we were on podcast. It was just like, oh. you kept throwing curveballs. <laughs> I think we just glossed thing. over the costume day. That and honestly, that was something that I don't think we talked about in the initial podcast that you guys did, and then I did like a separate one. I don't know what I was doing during your window, but like Chris Ward made like challenges 
Yeah, yes. he, he made challenges every Who week won? that everyone had to. Oh yeah, I think it was not the, me. It was definitely not me there, either because I didn't wear a costume. There's scoreboard left. There is a scoreboard. <laughs> it's here's the thing, guys. The challenges aren't over. The challenges are just about to start beginning. I can't get myself to think about. I, Lakeshore is still closed. I can't run. It's not an option. I'm just going to be. We won't do running it. challenges. I got some. I got some. I've been walking around my apartment complex like for an hour every evening. So that's been my outdoor activities. Cut that's to Travis's neighbor. Oh God, here comes a weird guy again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's honestly that there's like, it's like a little private brick boardwalk around the ocean around my place. And, um, and like all the people's boats and stuff. So people are out there walking their dogs. You know, I'd say about 80% of people are wear masks. Are we going to? No, so. we're not going to do that here. We're not going to have that conversation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Put a mask on. No mask. Let's talk about something other than the coronavirus. So, um, God, let's go through what we all ate during the day because I had an epic amount of calories to feel. Oh, yeah. Effort. All That's right. Let's, get, let's, let's try to do this in some sort of order. So, I do. Let's start with you and Travis then. Uh, so, you're 100 okay. mile biking. Travis yeah. downs two Domino's pizzas the night before. He's no, I didn't. Oh, no. I didn't stares at his lion painting right in the eyes just to get psyched. I finished one pizza the night before, uh, minus two slices. And so pretty good. So during one, so during the pizza. so like one. No, I I I guess I did a whole pizza because I had two slices of the other pizza as well just to test it out. Okay, <laughs> so altogether it was a, a okay. pizza. But during the bike, I would have one of these like blender bottles of water. I would have one blender bottle of protein shake for every like, protein shake. Just to kind of like give myself some calories while I'm biking so I don't have to like eat and bike. But all right, so I want to have a dumb conversation about like science behind the energy that gets put into this. I thought you need carbs and like fat. Yeah. Protein does nothing for you. No, because I had this right. conversation with Kelly when I was doing in the middle of it. I was like, I need some calories. She's like, I got this protein check. And I was like, I don't think I need protein. I just need a shitload of carbs and fat. And I don't yeah, know if that's right or wrong. Well, it's both. It's like um, if you have protein during the workout, uh, like with some simple carbs, it can drive the protein to your muscles. It can stop like muscle. It can just mm. reduce the muscle damage you're doing. And I was like, all right, I'm riding 100 miles. I want to try to reduce the like. The we should have had this doing. conversation before <laughs> Saturday. So, so, so I also had a, a caffeinated Zevia, which is like my favorite soda now, which is like basically just sparkling water, caffeine, stevia, a little flavor-ish situation. But caffeine is a performance enhancer for endurance athletics. So I had one of those every 30 miles. And then I would no take a No wonder he beat me. <laughs> I would take a break and I would have a slice of pizza to get the carbs and the fats. And that was like every 30 miles ish. I got 33, 37 and 30. Um, more my little blocks that I did. Can, can I ask them, are you getting off the bike or are you yeah. just like, is it like, like just keep moving? Don't get off the bike. Cause if you get off the bike, no, I got cold. I got, I got off at 33. I got off and I, cha I, I changed my clothes completely too. Cause I was completely drenched. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I need to be in something dry. <laughs> so I changed everything, new dry socks, dry compression shorts, 
dry shirt, dry headband. So that was nice. And then um, I also like my little trick that I had is every mile I would either sit in the saddle at 40 resistance or I would stand up and do like a hill climb at like 70, um, which is about the same level of difficulty. But if you're hill climbing at 70, standing up. For everyone else that's listening to that, that's not the same level of difficulty. It's not. It's not. <laughs> your mile, your, 40 your mile to 70 power, is not the same. Nope. It's, it feels harder when you're sitting at 70. But when you're standing, you can use your you can use I your weight to so like, yeah. you know, so like <laughs> it goes from like 15 miles an hour to like 22, so it brings my average up to like 17 and a half. So you're saying me, you're telling me that a seven mile an hour difference is the same difficulty to you? It was, I mean, if I'm standing up and I'm using my weight to like push the pedals, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Sean, what was your it felt, it felt yeah. pretty similar. <laughs> It felt pretty similar. I, all right. So I never, I don't, I never like mentally acknowledged that I was going to ride a hundred miles. I never said it out loud until Friday <laughs> night. I yeah, knew that I was going to do, before. I knew I was going to do a long thing because we were, you know, we had agreed to do that. And then I had been doing more Peloton rides leading up to it, like two weeks, but like just 45 minutes to 60 minutes, nothing long at all. Um, so then I got up at, early on Saturday. I did a 90-minute uh, <clears throat> powers on endurance ride, which I was like, that's great. I've done those in the past. I can knock out 30 miles and call that a break. I forgot that that's the workout for the day. So you're going faster than you want to for 100 miles. So I, I pulled the brakes at 60. I was like, 21 miles is good. We're going to take a break. And then I started eating peanut butter and jellies, got back on, did like another 18 miles because I, I did another hour like session. Um, and then I took a longer break and I had to take my dog to the vet. So I had some like weird sporadic as onesies in there because I started and then my wife was like, yeah, okay. I was like, okay. Um, I too was, I was switching out clothes like constantly. I had two different pairs of socks and then I threw, I just stopped wearing socks. Uh, there was one ride I just did in like long, like spandex underwear. Cause like why drunk shorts and underwear. <laughs> so like it was, it was awful. I stopped wearing shirts for a while and then I got cold. Um, but then my entertainment for the thing, like, cause there's no way I'm just going to share the screen for seven you hours. Like a mess. Oh, <laughs> it was a nightmare. You should see this room I'm in. I still have to it up. It's, I have two, four towels sopping wet. At least eighteen pairs of like clothes that are just disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was your what was your entertainment? So I watched the latest Star Wars, and that was two sessions worth. And then I watched an episode and a half of Homeland because me and my, uh, oh, Kelly nice. are watching. Uh, we're watching that. Nice. I watched almost the whole season of Taboo with Tom Hardy on FX, okay. which I was have like no idea what that is. But Tom Hardy, so, that's cool. Yeah. When you took breaks, it. when you took, oh, and this is how, like, I, my goal is to, I think, you know, 20 miles an hour, just do the quick math, <clears throat> five hours, right? And I was not that fast. Um, so, like, I was just trying to, like, every session, keep it, like, 18 on average. I was, like, 17 and a half on average. And then it was just survival mode. Like, then it was just, like, three miles, take a break. I would, like, lay down on the just hardwood floor. <laughs> Because my body was so sick of like being hunched over, <laughs> yeah. I would just like be done, take my shoes off, 
be barefoot then and then lay on the ground and just stare at the ceiling. <laughs> That's that video I said you guys shaking my head. I'm on the Dude, ground with my shirt on. It's like, my uh-huh. favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I just, you're just like, no. <laughs> we, I think, honestly, the superpower was just like, because I would have been right in that same boat with you, Sean, like being so sick of hunched over or sitting on this seat. I'm going to oh, not yeah. drop an the F-bomb. situation uh, was a problem. See, and I ordered one of those like gel, like bigger oh, seat covers. Didn't, didn't come didn't come in in time oh no uh, so i'm I'm on the raw the raw seat he's back oh, on no. the saddle too by the way you're, you're currently on it it's not feeling awesome <laughs> yeah, i believe you i'm not a fan um but i still have another 12 minutes to reach my 45 minute quota for the day <laughs> all right uh, um but uh like my little superpower was like i remembered during the ultras that I did with Chris that in order to like remain sane the whole time and not think about how, how long it was going to take me. I was like, all right, every mile on the mile, I'm going to like walk for five minutes and have a little bite to eat or something, just like a mental to mentally break it up to be like, I only have to run a mile or I only have to, you know, I'll walk for five minutes and it'll be fine. So like, I think the alternation between, sitting and standing i would only think a mile at a time and that was just super helpful yeah and then my brain was like i get what you're doing idiot i still know that you have a thousand more miles to go and it would just start to scream about my lower back (laughs) it was like don't trick me because i did that too i would try to go like five minute sessions like a one minute like a 30 and then go like 33 and you know every minute up and up and then i would finish on a standing I like 62, which felt like the hardest part of that. Everyone else, uh, the end standing is not the same. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, and then the, I would go back down and I would loop that. The constant, so just the, the monotony of 100 miles. You had something in front of you to entertain you, but like, did anything get just maniacally stuck in your head that you're like, how do I get this out of my head? Like a song or anything? <sighs> Uh, I, I only asked because I had that happen and I was like how do I get this to stop well <laughs> Kelly and I have been watching a lot of TikTok videos because we're super cool um <laughs> and so all of the dumb songs that are on TikTok that everyone just covers and does their own stupid dance to mm-hmm. that's what was in my head what you have, Brady? Re- on replay I've got a lovely bunch of what was it I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts, D-D-L-E-D, for like, that, just that. I don't even know what that is. One small, one small, one small, one your head. Yeah, that. <laughs> that for probably like three miles. But That's hysterical. That was, so it's not that much, but that was, and I was like, shut up. Did you Shut just get up. done watching the cartoon version of The Lion King or something? I don't know why it showed up. I have no reason. No, I didn't just watch the cartoon version of The Lion King because that's the only place I know that song from. That me but too. That's it. That's away from that movie. Dude, I have this Which, by the way. I had Ba Ba Black Sheep, something, something, something. Oh, and I don't even know the words. But it mm-hmm. was in my head the whole mm-hmm. time I was hiking up that mountain. I was like, oh, God. Oh, I yeah, can tell I you the words. Threw, I'm not even I forgot you climbed a mountain at the end of your 30 mile run. Yeah, that was stupid. 
I don't know why you would ever do that. I agree. (laughs) I love your kid's take on it, though. They're like, why doesn't daddy just run back? I don't want to go get him. (laughs) Fair. Fair. He made it there. Run back. Brady, I want to hear about your adventure, though. Sean Sean and I just rode a stationary bike. I mean, I want to minimize it. It sucked. Yeah, I was going (laughs) to say, don't make it sound that easy. (laughs) Well, but, like, here's the thing. It took us, what, like, took me a little over six hours. I think it was 6.3. When I did it, when I put in my calculator and had I done the hundred K race, had I done the hundred K race, it would have been like 18 hours. So I got so, pretty freaking easy. So I, when I wanted, I wanted to be able to do the total like running working clock, but I couldn't figure out how to pause the just ride thing. So I would just be like, you know, 60 minutes, just go. And then five, five miles in, I'd be like, got a break just get off the bike, lay in my chair, and I couldn't stop the clock, so I have no idea what my work is done. Just go into your, go into your, like, your history, tap on, tap on your name on the Peloton, and then just add it up on your, on a Yeah, I know, but, like, there's many minutes, like, 30 minutes of a 60-minute session that I was breaking. (laughs) I didn't stop it, because it started, like, I'll just take five minutes, and then I was like, oh, gotcha. Stretch a bit. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, I want to hear about Brady. I want to hear about your. Yeah. I feel journey. like I could easily take an hour, but like, so I won't uh, to just go through everything. But uh, man, I was pretty set. I wasn't even really set on doing anything the day of. I was kind of like let down. And I was like, oh, man, this thing getting canceled is a huge bummer. Because I was like laser focused on every weekend getting a longer, long run under my belt. And like every week getting like a better daily mileage. And I don't know. I was like laser focused. Um, Then when it got canceled, that sucked. But then coming back to Muscatine and then having like my daily mileage increase, um, I was really feeling the, I was just, I don't know, feeling myself level up to a new daily work requirement felt awesome. And like, uh, so I just I kept up on the running piece of it, the nutrition piece of it. That took that tank. That like <laughs> that was a focus, and I tried to be like you know eat smart or just that very generic eat healthy. Uh, but let's be honest, like portions out of control. Like eat healthy, but just plenty of it. You know, honestly, that you know, we did that 45 day like weight challenge. The next 10 mm-hmm. days, I had donuts or something. I just yeah. like I knew we had signed up for, it and I was just like, I don't care. It's my only happiness. <laughs> I did the same exact thing, Sean. I was like, nope, eating whatever. Uh, my I, in my folks' place, my mom shows love through food, and so there's mm. baked goods and just like brownies show up. And then it's like a, a lemon pound cake after she baked. I was like, come on. I can't, I can't stay away. <laughs> like no matter what my willpower was, she uh, crushed it. So there was uh, always something but, in your mom's house growing up. I swear time, we had like meatloaf sandwiches or something at like two in the morning at your mom's house. Yeah. 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 We would get home was, from the bars or something like that. And it would be like 3.30 in the morning and your mom would be up. And she'd be like, I'm starting my day. <laughs> She's not as bad. She doesn't do that as bad. More around like the 5.30 time now. 
But yeah, right. she used to wake up crazy early and just like get a pot of coffee in her and then just be super happy that someone was there to talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, yeah, right. Super talkative. Uh, no, but well, going back on that. So like, uh, I got into town, we had made like spaghetti and meatballs at one point. And so my mom freezed a bunch of meatballs. So my night before meal was spaghetti and meatballs that we had thought out the meatballs for. I was like, all right, carved up. That's nice. Like I went out and bought a ton of junk food basically for little, it looked like I was getting ready for like the greatest movie night of all time. <laughs> it was just like fruit snacks and like chocolate, like uh, cliff bars. And, like, it's crazy when you eat that while running, how like immediately you feel better for a little bit. It, that, that had been like the unknown for me the entire time too, because like I didn't, at no point did I really like eat and continue running in any of my training. So that oh, was always really like, that was yeah, a fun part I thought, when I was doing it. Like, once I hit 10, I started to, like, map out food. Because I, I felt never, Yeah, I realized, like, that was silly of me, but I just never really made a point to do it. Um, but, like, day of, I got up at, like, 4.15, got, like, the pack ready. Um, 4.15? Camelback all filled. 4.15. I was, like, door open at 5 a.m., ready to head out. And then, Chris, what's my biggest fear in this entire thing? Having to poop. Having to poop. I didn't have to say it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stomach gurgle. Right as I'm going, getting ready to start the day, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go back in. I'm going to take off my vest, take off my wrist thing. I'm going to take off this. Took everything off. Just like, so geared up. You, Thank you, you had all the gear, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole process. But then, eventually, I was at discomfort. Out the door, 515. Mm. And I went out in Mulberry across the, it was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) We're all thinking it. (laughs) But he clocked the time on that one. Like out Mulberry across the bypass. The intent is to go like, I don't know if you know. Oh, you you know called now? That was the plan. Cause like I wanted something that was going to be I've been going on these like drives on Sundays and just getting out of the house and going on all these like random backcountry roads that kind of connect all of Muscatine, just like mm-hmm. literally like listening to a podcast or something, just like get out of the house. And right. as I was going through, I'm like, this is the best. These are great. Like the scenery, the rolling hills, the sunset, like all of that. Like, oh man, I want to run out here. I don't know where I park to ever do that. And then eventually like put two and two together for the big day. I was like, let me just go ahead and that's what I'll do. I'll figure out how I can loop back to my folks' place. I'll do loops in like backcountry gravel roads, like we we're intending on doing otherwise, right? For the big, like the Boonville back roads, right? So like, it was a little unnerving, like going out Mulberry because there's not much of a shoulder, and you run on the left side, and there really isn't a whole like it's either you just fall off into the ditch or you like just get closer to someone's side near, you know. Uh, so it was a little unnerving yeah. that first part. That's kind of. I was still like, first, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but first part of the day was I was still like pretty hyped up. I had I drank about a third of a Red Bull before leaving, and so I was like got the caffeine going. Uh, a third, <laughs> a third, yes. Um, I drank it in thirds. The, but then like my whole first loop was like taking pictures. Like it was all about like 
stopping to smell roses. I took pictures of like, I don't know, the creeks and the flowers and horses and like all yeah, these little yeah, farmhouses yeah. that have these like farm displays and kind of like cool artwork and stuff. I was just, I was just enjoying it. That was, it was great. The whole you, you know we're street. getting old when that is that actually sounds fun. It was like it was taking pictures of like farmscapes. Well, my and uncle's creeks. farm is out there. Like if you got far far enough out cedar, you'd have to go really far. Well, eventually, may, the second loop I might have run <clears> past this place then. So like first loop was Mulberry to 180th Street. That connects down over to so I ran past the hundred the road hole of the golf course. And I just got out to the golf course and then back in on that highway and there on 38 and there's this little street like you ran out 38. It did. Yeah. So I don't know, dude, I'm dude, so that's bad a big with highway. I'm so bad with yeah. directions. I grew up in Muscatine. I have, I know Mulberry and all the other ones. It was like, where the Toyota, right? Where Park <laughs> Avenue yeah. and then like the bypass go into 61, 38 is Krieger. going to Wilson. Yes. So 38 yes. is a four lane highway for a while, and then like a two lane, like a major two lane highway. Isn't 38 on a country like road? 38's where like that miniature golf course used to be. Yeah, like yeah. the driving range and shit out there. Yeah. yeah. It's by yeah, me, which is now place. not a miniature golf it's course a, anymore. Because uh, it's like a catering company or something, I think. Super interesting podcast. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone from Muscatine is going to be thrilled by it. Yeah. Uh, like, there's this little street. I didn't know where I was exactly. This, like, Park Avenue. I have never, like, been back there. So, the part of the whole thing that was a little bit unknown for me. But there, it, do you guys know what Mad Creek Trail is? Do you know what that is at all? Probably not. Right? I've heard I of Mad Creek. I was like, yeah. I've been on it. I remember being on it like as a kid when I was like five years old. But yeah, I got on Mad Creek Trail that pretty much takes you into like the heart of Muscatine, like right in the center of it all. And then from there, it's like Heinz, Mulberry, back home. So my intent was I, I put out these loops. And this first one, I thought it was going to be, I was going to be done with a half marathon with loop one. So I got to like basically the high school and saw look at the little step counter and I saw that I had done like 11 miles and I was like oh no I want at least a half marathon before I'm done so I jogged into the high school went on the you track ran on the track I'm like let me just get let me just get sustained like, that's just not a bad a idea specific I like this is a good way of just like let me just pad this with the right the number that I want um but like then that was also high school so track but it was so clutch though, because it was because normally that like that smell, that like sense memory, I go like, oh, this just reminds me of like suffering, you know. But I was gonna was say, I don't think I've been on that field or that track since high school. That yeah, like the mile run. Tire. Mm -hmm. But also right. like, do you remember the time where we had to do forty forties? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like we do that 20, all the time. Two hundreds. Do you know how badly I was like, yeah, to it's be probably a same. receiver. Like, for that <laughs> we have all linemen on this podcast which is awesome but like yeah, yeah. so we had to get in our three-point stance every time my low back was a goddamn mess it didn't matter it wasn't like a cardiovascular thing i was like i can't stand over and receivers <laughs> are just standing up and they're just like bing <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm on yep. the line, please, sir. <laughs> I hate uh, it. No, it's it, it, like uh, my like fr- I talked to my friend Elena a couple of days ago about it. She's like, "Oh my god, I would hate to be on the track. I would never want to go there." And I was like, "But it's it was like the two first miles. Time I, I feel took, like that's perfect." But I took my backpack off for the first time that day, and I went, "Oh, everything was just lighter. It was easier." I chugged what Powerade that I had, like this little like mini purple Powerade, and I and I got two and a half miles in. So I was good. I was getting ready. And I look at the little step counter again, and the thing is that step counter just was like it's reliable, but it it's not like it doesn't update instantly. So when I looked at 11 miles, it hadn't updated, and it was closer to 13. So by the time I got done, I actually had 15 done. So I was like, oh, this that's great that's more than i was expecting at the end of all this so like 15 mile first loop cool so you get home home. your mom greets you right does your mom is she there at the door with like cookies and stuff no (laughs) oh i just want to hear like aid station cindy manriquez what's that like no so it's funny they uh both my parents are like packing up for a vacation and like they're getting ready (laughs) to like leave for the week as i'm doing this they're going on vacation um up north there's they're at a cabin where they're golfing all this week. Oh, yeah yeah that's uh they, that place is getting that no business incredible. so they're just they're just giving it away for free um so they were like totally disinterested in the entire process because they were too busy like packing for themselves <laughs> good job i mean just just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i like all right another cliff bar another gatorade another uh, Super Mario fruit snack, throw all that in the bag. Uh, then, like, I just waited around too long, and my legs got a little cold. So when I actually started oh. running again, I was like, "Oh, this is like wet sand. This is like this is harder to get my legs moving." And I felt a little like twinge in my right knee, and I kind of felt like mentally checked out. I was like, "It was weird." It took me a minute to like get back into oh, 100%. what I I I didn't I didn't. I was I was gearing up. I was like, "There's no way I'm stopping or anything." But like, it was it like to me every oh. session I started after forty miles. Uh, it was such an adjustment to get right back into that like yeah. swing. This was like my least favorite part of the entire day, though, was running out Cedar Street across the bypass from my loop two. So loop one got done, and I had like taken all these pictures of like all this stuff because I was really looking forward to like sharing all this. And I got home and realized I had 4% battery on my phone because it didn't, it wasn't plugged into the, the wall overnight. I was like, no, the biggest oh, no. I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have that grand, grand total mileage number that I can share. That's really all I care about at that point. <laughs> but sure. I did throw my mom's phone in my backpack and I was like, well, th- part of me was like, you got to like embrace whatever unexpected thing is going to happen in an ultra. And I don't have headphones now. That's going to be the, the thing. So I'm going to go do this eight. It is an 8.7 mile loop. No headphones. Bring it. Let's just see how that goes. Coconuts. Um, that's when this happened. This is when that happened. This you is when that happened for you sure. You don't have headphones. That's when that weird stuff just starts playing. It, it was, this was honestly like the most interesting part of the, into- the entire thing for me because it was because there's no headphones. It was, Song getting stuck in my head. One, it was so unnerving, though. I'm not like, 
I know the semis and the cars are just going like the speed limit, but it felt like they were just dripping past. It was, and I was as far over as I could possibly be. And I kept playing the scenario out. Like they were going to hit a rock and a rock was going to just like hit me in the face. So every time like, a semi would come back, I just put my head down. Like it was just, I wasn't scared, but it was unnerving. Cause it was just like, it, you couldn't really relax. Uh, but yeah, then I was like, this was then where I was forcing myself to like, I'm not hungry, but I need to like eat. I need calories. I know if I'm yeah. going to like make it through. So I'm like forcing myself, Cliff Bar, fruit snack. I brought a giant turkey sandwich. Oh, uh, my other thing when I was home, I, the night before, I, I had uh, baked a sweet potato. So I just, a bunch of salt on a sweet potato and just dug into that for a little bit and half an avocado. For my like, when I when, yeah. I when you called me after doing it and you were like super jacked up and so excited, it was so good to just hear the excitement in your voice. But one thing you you said was, "Sweet potatoes, avocados, they're so good." <laughs> super food. They were. Oh my god! It just tasted like avocado. That was great. I was just shocked at like how I don't know. It just worked. I, yeah, I you don't like really I, need sugar I, to fuel, right? No, I was trying not to just like I didn't really want to eat like just Cliff bars and gummy snacks all day. That's not really you what I was trying to sick do. Of it. Yeah, I didn't want yeah. that feeling. That was just like a that would just be like a nice pick me up whenever I needed it while I was running. But so when I was home, it was like whole food that I would eat. But when I was actually running, it was that junk. Um, and then like when I finally got off. Cedar Street and got on it's Seven Springs Road is where I turned on to. Um, it, when I finally got there, I was like, I felt like I could like exhale a little bit. Like finally, I'm off of this like crazy highway. Now it's like just me and like a tractor every now and then. Yeah. And it was like, it was crazy, man. Because like in the absence of headphones, I like sang songs out loud, took one out of uh, Matt's book there and like got my like, got my energy up by singing stupid songs out loud. Um, I then I like confronted random like part of the thing I was looking forward to with the 50k that we signed up for was like confronting some shit that's just been sitting in my life and like deal with it it's like right there in front of you did that like um I communicated with cows uh <laughs> so like Wait, cows, hold on. Cow- I, like I'm 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 curious are you are you <laughs> you feel comfortable enough to share what it was that you confronted well, it's just like, what do you want to do next? Well, part of all this experience, this living situation has taught me like, one, I can do my job from anywhere. Am I truly like oh, as no. happy as I could be with my current living situation? So like, I'm, th- I'm thinking about those, that kind of thing. <laughs> Sean's waving. Uh, so yeah, I, I, just stuff like that. Like, what do, what do I want to be like? come to terms with like what actually makes you happy uh fulfilled follow those things like how do you follow those things you're i'm running on this like high of this endurance thing like how do you carry that forward instead of instead of just like keep running more i guess but like can you find a more creative cool way of doing that too um but yeah just i don't know just some stuff just you're only you're just there with your own thoughts in country roads, there's nobody around except for maybe a, a, a few cows <laughs> and then like 
So it was, there's no excuse for like avoiding it there. Like, what are you doing? And, and rather than like calling out what, what are you going to do next about these two, three things? So that's that was really like a hidden benefit of not having anything in my ears during that one. Yeah. Well, you know me, man, I'm usually when I run these things, I never listen, never put headphones in. And it's for that mm-hmm. reason, for sure. So I'm glad you got to experience mm-hmm. that, you know? What about yeah. talking to cows? <laughs> well, yeah. Every time I talk Can you cows, classify communication I, if there's not two-way response, or did you get a response? That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. Matt, everyone, in Missouri, in how was that? It was pretty accurate. I mean, you could tell it was a dairy cow, but <laughs> definitely it was a it was a milker. Yeah, the I got him to respond. What heifer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Travis, what are you also, doing, man? We're currently looking at Travis from the view of his floor. Yeah. He's yeah. on the ground while he does laundry. I put my washing machine. All right. So you, you do get a lot done. He has a book with a checklist of probably. Yeah, is your morning still psycho? Things. Yeah. Sorry, Brady, to derail us. I just want a yes no answer. Do you still do 100 things in the morning? Yes. Yeah, wow. Yes. Okay. All right. We're part of number 17. Reference what? Reference episode like 38 of the. Yeah, there you go. I don't know if that's the number. There's a whole episode you guys dive into his morning routine. (laughs) Well, I I just had a breakfast smoothie as I was talking to you guys. We saw. He's in. at Los he's Angeles. In his underwear. <laughs> he's in yeah. Los Angeles, yeah, and his is the only chairs. one that's stalling. Like his but, Zoom thing is the only one that's like bike gear. Internet struggles. Oh really? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Back well, back. For a while there, it, it just freezes on your crotch from time to time, so we have to react. <laughs> that's what's going on, Travis. That's fine. As Who much as I want to like continue my impression of uh, dairy cows. Please, we're just, we're we're <laughs> we're gawking. When do you get so worn like I, out or anything like that? I'm I'm feeling like I'm feeling good. Like I'm definitely tired, and I can feel like the the swaying of my camelback is kind of like messing with like my hips a little bit, and kind of like feel my hips in a way that I wasn't expecting. But like otherwise, I'm good. Ankles, calves, everything. Like I feel okay. Oh, um, really? I was expecting you to be pretty beat up just because, like, I knew I would be beat up. My feet. My feet were the thing I was concerned about the whole time. And I have, like, some nasty calloused feet. And all the places that I have calluses were sore. You know what I mean? Like, to be expected. Um, But for the most part, I'm good. And then um, I get done. I thought thought it was supposed to be 8.7 miles. And, again, step counter worked to my advantage. I knew if I hit – it was like 11.6 miles I will have done a marathon so I got back to the high school track and I'm waiting for the 11.6 mile mark for me to be like I've officially done a marathon that's awesome um so like hit that just under six hours and your first marathon right first marathon ever yeah did you clock the time like do you have a total time now you have a PR of a marathon it was it was literally like um it was like 11.14. It 
in the day and I had left my house at 5 15 mm. you know what I mean so it's like six hours and, but and I, I do you know I want to qualify all that with like I'm taking pictures of horses I'm communicating with cows you know I'm like the aid station wasn't exact I'm I know I can cut yeah you're not in a race you're that. running it yeah right right but I'm now curious about and you know I did that distance how fast could I do it uh but then I get I get by the time I actually get back to the house, I've done 12.5 miles. So first part of the day, 15. Second loop of the day, 12.5. I've got three and a half miles to go. And so I went back to the track and just just did that until I hit 50k. Um, yeah. And I so I was waiting for whatever the the mileage counter to say. I can't remember what it was. What the number was, it was like 11.18.6 something like that so when it said 18.5 if you don't think i was just maniacally refreshing every second say say 18.6 like it just <laughs> would not and i, I look i point, feel that my shirts off response like, so much like shirts off i look like i'm halfway through a werewolf transformation i look nuts there's like three women on the track that are all purposely avoiding me because i look crazy <laughs> and i'm like I hit the 18.6 marker. I track that time. And then I record a video that I sent to you, all you guys, and I'm walking across the field. And they're all just like, they, those three women left. Cause they're just like, that guy's talking to himself now. <laughs> like, uh, and they have no great, idea man. what you just did though. You know what I mean? No, they think I just ran like three miles by myself. You know, they don't know. Super like... <laughs> tough three miles. The 47 to 50 miles is what they experience. <sighs> There, uh, there are no homeless people really in Muscatine. So, like Brady, if you were in, especially with that beard, especially with that beard. But if you were in LA, yeah. everyone would have assumed that you're just like a homeless, strung out drug addict that is talking to himself. Oh, yeah. Because we have so many oh, yeah. of them. Did you? How did you well, celebrate? That. Did you fist pump? Did you? I don't know. Like at the very end, the last two seconds, and then it flips over to a 50k distance. Like, what did you do? Dude, every, every, my daily runs, this is something I did from like the five, like when I was doing 5k a day, when, when I started running, I always end with my hands in the air. Like I'm running through like little ticker tape, little like, cause it's just a stupid thing. So every just 50k, no difference. So it's just like, woo, that was it. You know what I mean? Like no, no big deal. Um, awesome. But then I did just end up like calling people that were invested in like, they know I've been working for like five months. Right, so I did call a bunch of people. Yeah, and, and most a, people don't. It was Friday. Well, I was working. I couldn't answer. Sorry. Well, most people don't care either. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That's what's the most frustrating part of it, all of it, because you're riding this high and you want someone to like kind of meet you up here, but they're way down here, and they're like, "Cool, man. So what are you doing this weekend?" I'm like, oh, like stay yeah. up here with me <laughs> yeah get it they're in their head they're like don't tell me about you accomplishing things i've been on my ass during quarantine watching netflix and eating doritos that's all yeah uh, yeah I, I, I had to go with like a, a three or four different people before i found someone that was like hell yeah man <laughs> but nice. who did you who did you call besides me and ward like who did you actually um, talk to like co-worker alex has been like he he and i are kind of like accountability partners for a while there he's riding bikes and i was running every day so we were like hey did you get your miles in today so he was 
he then kind of told everyone, you know, I took a day off work. Then he went back to a, like an all hands meeting and just told everyone, or he ran a 50 K today. So that was kind of a nice, like he just told the rest of the company. Um, Rick Stammer, Elena Lang, and my brother, Joe. <laughs> Those are all the people Rick I talked to. Rick Stammer, isn't he like a, like a, like a runner or a cyclist or something like that also now? He's, he's, he's tried his hand on a bunch of different like endurance stuff, cycling, especially. Um, he was doing running for a while, but like he was going to maybe join us and go do like the 10 K at Boonville. Like he was going to go do that. But then obviously everything shifted, but so he he has more time to train. Is what you're saying? He has more time to train. That's right. (laughs) Wait, when is Memorial day or when is, when is labor day? It's like September. September. Yeah. We'd have to start training in like a month, like a month and a half. God. I know. <laughs> Here's this is something that saved my life that Brady you introduced to me. Do you see these? These are the recovery sandals that you told me about. I'm, I didn't know these existed. Wearing them right now, man. I don't. I didn't know them. Wearing them. They're like the yeah, most. Everyone that's listening like, to this, they're squishy. really. Oh. They look like Crocs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <great>. Yeah. <laughs> but they're awesome. They're like. They're like, because I have plantar fasciitis pretty, but I've had it for like two years, three years in my left heel. And so I wear these around the house. Like I, I'm never not wearing them. Who makes them? Dude, I, my pair. I have my right Hoka. the shitty one. Hoka oh, makes really? them, but I, I'm wearing ones that are called UFOs, O-O-F-O-S. You can get them on Amazon for like 30 bucks. Are you sponsored by them, Travis? Should be. <laughs> I want to hear they're about Matt's I mean, real quick, awesome. and then I'm going to try to talk, re-peer pressure you guys into recommitting. So You also have to talk about what you did. I well. mean, okay, yeah. I will, but Matt, hit us with your story real quick. Um, so Is yeah. Matt, hold on. Are you just sitting there like, I mean, you guys ran, but like I threw like thousands of pounds on my back and then I didn't do that. I didn't, didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> Incorrect. No, honestly, I have the shortest amount. I feel like the like so Brady clearly wins. He's the only one that actually accomplished the goal we set out to do. <laughs> uh, like, I don't think there's any argument from anyone there. Brady gets the gold. Um, no, honestly, I'm probably more committed to uh, like the re-upping. You probably don't have to sell me on it. Um, yeah, sorry, Sean. <laughs> um, Cause yeah, I just don't feel, I mean, so like, so I did 10 miles carrying 60 pounds through like trails in mid Missouri. It was plenty tough and like it, it hurt. It sucked at the end, all that good stuff. By the way, the fact that you guys actually planned for your meals or like to eat during that was, <laughs> that was intelligent. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do that. I sucked down a water bottle and uh, brought a slice of, uh, what is it? Zucchini bread. <laughs> One single slice. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. How'd that go? Um, went all right. Okay. <laughs> Got it done. Uh, my hips are still cramping. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yep. uh, but that was that was a good idea. I should have done that. Um, I think like dude, you you're you're to throw a pack like a weighted pack or weighted vest or something like that on i'd never actually like considered 
I never considered that as like a way. It's like a multiplier that you can just add oh, to sure. your, what yeah. you're doing. And I just, I'd never consider that. And so when you said you're doing that, it's just been, I got my brain spinning a little bit going like, man, I, if I don't need to get 12 miles and I can get like six, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But with if a you pack, wanna, If you want to torture ourselves, if we sign up for this thing again, we buy weighted vests. I have one. And then yep. we go to that sand dune place and really fuck our lives up. <laughs> uh, we only got to do like okay. one mile we'll count for 20 like of, the training runs, of all the training ones like i did throughout this from, from the time we signed up indiana dune state park offered the most suffering <laughs> like, i had just crushed like an eight or nine mile run felt really great maybe a 10 at this mm -hmm. point and then brady's like let's go run sand dunes and i think we only got eight in and i was like i'm dead that was plenty. It was so much. Uh, sorry to that interrupt, it Matt, but so like much harder. No, the, the pack. I just like that concept. Yeah. So I got the idea. Um, I've been wanting to do a charity run for a while now. So I set something up, and I need to uh, actually advertise it a little bit more before it happens this fall. Um, shameless plug here. Doing something called the Gary Carry that I created. I'm going to do a half marathon carrying a 65 pound pack. Um, there you go. Yeah. Nice. So try to Why raise is it money. Called 65. My name on the border. <laughs> yeah. Um, but th so that's where I got the idea is I've been kind of like side training for that and it doesn't hurt my injured feet. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Cause you just go slower or what? You mean running? Yeah. Like how does it not hurt your feet? I don't honestly know. So like I can walk all day long. I, I have been with work. Yeah. Um, something about the impact of running. I feel the like metatarsals in the top of my feet just slowly separating. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong. I really don't want to go to a doctor and find out yet. Cause I feel like that's just. It might be running form. Like if, especially if you're yeah. going long distances, if you, if you're like focusing on doing heel toe instead of like, on your toes the whole time, like you would if you were anyone run on their toes. Player. Yeah, a lot, anyone a lot of people do that. that would come from sports. Like a lot of people that came from non-endurance sports don't go heel toe nearly as much as they yeah. do. In, I hmm. typically land about midfoot. Like that's just what has been comfortable comfortable for me doing distance. Um, but with this, in the first, I'm at about a half mile, and it starts hurting. So. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it is yet. We'll figure it out, or I'll just like get some steroids and pump it into my foot whenever we do the actual 50k. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I did. It wasn't uh, it wasn't insane. It was uh, somewhat painful. I got it done in like four hours, and uh, I'm just jealous of the guys that did the eight-hour events. Don't be. Oh, don't be jealous. <laughs> These guys too are really butts. They're too sore really butts. Yeah. yeah. After about two weeks or so, Sean, mark my words, after about two weeks, you'll be like, yeah, I did this thing. It was super cool. No big deal. And I, I could do it again. I just like complaining. Yeah. Um, but like the couple days afterwards, type two fun has not kicked in yet because there's it's no nostalgia. Like it's too there. Deep. You can see it. It's just like I had weird soreness. Like I thought my legs would be really sore. Not at all. It was like the weird middle part of my back, like whatever stabilizer you have there to like mm. sit in that position. 
I couldn't yeah. get comfortable just sitting in a chair. It was just like constantly Dude, tired. Every, today. every muscle in my legs and my lower back and then the upper part of my back from having like a pack on. Yeah. Just and I I was good, you know, but like to walk down steps is always like I, I the the noises I make are just pathetic. I just I whimper. I I I pray <laughs> for relief from God, <laughs> like out loud as I'm walking down steps. Like, oh God! <laughs> like, I want to jump back and touch uh, Travis. You keep talking about the type two fun, and that's the only thing that makes me like want to do more and more of this stuff. Because yeah. when you text that, was it yesterday? I don't know when you texted it and was like, "Hey, type two you fun." You put those friends. eyebrows down, Ward. Let me say yeah. type two fun also. I mean, if you guys didn't have enough fun already, type two Please fun. talk about Chris's hair. Hang on. A, oh, Hang wait. On. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> type two fun is way better with your buddies. That's all I got to say. And now we can talk about my, my awesome haircut. It's ridiculous. What are we doing? It was like Mom? a from Trap Taxi Driver. It reminds me of Aaron Grady in high school. Sean, yeah. take your hat yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just. I mean, yeah. I feel like Sean and I both look like uh, John Candy in stripes. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> awesome. That's a great reference right there. Travis, oh, you're not even showing your hair, so I don't know if you're allowed to criticize hair. Oh, here he goes. Let's see. Mm, hair off. There's a lot of it. I don't have as much as you do, Brady. Mine's a There's little. A I got a very haircut. clear dynamic between the people who haven't cut their hair and look like werewolves, and the people that mm -hmm. have cut their hair. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the two looks of coronavirus, right? Yeah. yeah. I I actually got half a haircut the other day. My it's my one of my uh, best friends was over, and she cut the back of my hair, and then she looked at her phone. She's like, "Oh my god, I have to leave." I'm like. You only gave me a haircut on the back of my head. And oh, like so I like, it's like nice and trimmed up on the back of my, it's like off my neck and stuff. But like the yeah. sides are still just as long. So it's, it looks like weird. So thankfully I don't go outside. That's funny. I feel like I think, uh, I think my haircut kept people away on the trails, you know? Probably. Anyway, Matt was saying something about type two fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I can't focus after that uh no type two fun man i i just like that you bring that up i was telling somebody about it last night and like describing what type two fun is and i feel like until you put a definition to it people don't understand it so like mm. the fact that we have that going and hopefully can maintain it into something sean whether you want to or not um <laughs> it's it's super beneficial i'm like we were talking about the challenges earlier and like the weekly challenges during the challenges. I know we never got to the point where Ward challenged us. It's weird to call you Ward. I'm going to stick with Chris uh, yeah. <laughs> where uh, we had to poop outside, but all the other like weird little stuff we had to do. I'm not doing it. If you do it, yeah, I'm you not will. doing it. Yeah, you will. It, My uh, kids are going to jail. I'm in a city. You can find it, act like homeless people aren't pooping somewhere outside. People poop outside all the time. Just find a bridge. There you go. But those little challenges and like the pain of all of this have definitely made it to where it was not only worth it, but like makes me want to do something like this again or exactly this again. 
There's a yeah. trophy there, for the challenges. It's, a real it's trophy. halfway made from me. <laughs> it's uh, pretty awesome. It's I'm proud of my work. I'm not a handyman. I'm not a craftsman. But there is a trophy, and it's worth it. Whoever wins gets to hoist it. I need to know where our, t- our tallies are at before we start. All right, you guys. I know. Brady. I'm very curious. Brady. The podcast is yours. I'll be back. Uh-oh. Oh my god! Well, what are you well, like, first chair podcastman? Too. Did you get like some yeah, appointment? I, I think. <laughs> hey, I think the of podcast like, is yours. I think. I think I've been on uh, of all of his guests that have been on the most. I think Travis is probably up there, but I feel like I'm gonna take that that count. I think I got the the most appearances, even in just like little stupid ways, like just showing up in a random outro every now and then. Uh, we should at least recognize that one dude is, couldn't make the call, but yeah. boy, sad. With a yeah, can you explain you know, what happened to him? I have no idea what really occurred. He just got hurt. Well, the, in the most recent episode of Like a Bigfoot podcast, I did the outro and I do explain that story. But for you, I will say <laughs> he has a climbing rope. He has a climbing rope outside of oh, his house, and he was. Jumping on a cli- on his climbing rope and it came undone from about twelve feet up. God. Dude fell and dislocated his elbow, and it looked Howie. nasty. Yeah, looked not fun. Um, but that dude then went out and ran- ended up yesterday putting fifteen miles on his feet just to like to not be left out for just for yeah, fear of missing out on it. I believe. I know. <laughs> I know. It frustrates me to no end. So, okay, a huge part of the motivating factor of all of this for me was, like, the competition with all of you guys and wanting to, like, compete with all of you during um, Boonville. And sad still frustrates the hell out of me because he just goes out and does uh, half marathons with no training, like – that would make it. That would be a. That would be a huge deal for me to have not trained and go to go run a half marathon. And he just kind of like does it. I don't get it. I feel like Matt. Yeah, well, I think long. we covered this. Yeah, I know. For a long time, when, when you hit your first half marathon, I was like, hell yeah, that's a gigantic like accomplishment. I feel ya. But I feel like Fad can just be like, I think Tuesday I'm going to choose to do that, and we'll just do it. <laughs> Yeah, I did that after like 10 weeks of slow buildup. I started at three months. Yes. Yeah, all my tendons and muscles like were built yeah. to do like the that was built the fun up part of like, running training is like you get stronger at it. Like you just get better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you guys have any like milestones that you hit in training or like anything, any particular day that was a good day in training that you're like, damn, that day? I just remember a ba- a really bad day. It was What's like that? run three. We had signed up, and I was like, okay, we got to run. And I had done like three miles and maybe four miles, and this was a couple of days later. I was just trying to get like five miles in, and I was just screaming at myself, I hate running! <laughs> Not happy. And I just walked, and like I just couldn't get into a groove, and it just pissed me off, and I was like, fuck this thing, I'm done. <laughs> you rage quit? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Travis, it's just creepy because now not, we don't see Travis your webcam. We video don't anymore. see you. It's just a cackle. Now it's just a black screen <laughs> with a cackle. I just like I was, 
I was just texting somebody, but like, as I was just listening, Sean say, I ain't running. I like screamed it, and there were people next to me, and they looked at me, and I was like, well, I did. Oh, yeah. I'm back, Ward. and I couldn't find You're the back. channels. But if I remember correctly, Thanks. I have them somewhere. Uh-huh. If I remember correctly, I believe everyone was pretty close, score wise. I think Brady tests. and Thad were tied for the the winning right now. Yeah, but we're gonna kind of probably do the family feud thing, where like the first two rounds don't even matter because the third round they're so like, good. and now the third round for a billion points, and you're like, yeah. what's the point? What was the point in the first three <laughs> rounds? Uh, dude, tell us about your – okay. I have a hard time getting excited for you, Ward, when you run a 50K because of how often you've done Unimpressive. that before. Yeah, you do it and how times. often you've run where your a training run has a two in the front, you know what I mean, um, rather than a three, right? But still, I did like just the same way that Matt had, you know, his training or like what he did intrigued me that you throw all weighted pack on your format of there is a giant peak that's way way out in the distance and by the end of the day i will have gone to the top of that i think that just the the psychology behind that is pretty cool too yeah that was kind of i mean that was really honestly the only thing motivating me was that was kind of a cool idea. I wanted to link like a bunch of my trails that I normally run on. And I wanted to see how, if I ran from my house to that peak, how, like how much of it can be on single track trails, you know, because that's super cool. Um, and total, it was like, I probably was on the road for like five miles of it total. So I could do a lot of the trails there. Um, the other motivating factor, like honestly, the only way I got motivated, I signed up for the East coast, West coast virtual challenge solely because it had a cool t-shirt that was like extrinsic motivation 101 i was like this t-shirt's cool i'm not sure if i would get a 50k or if i would get to like mile 24 and just like call it quits you know um so that extra motivation helped for sure i'm gonna try to do this really fast because i can hear like i don't know like my kids when they're yelling i'm like they're either at war with each other or they're having the best time of their life, but you can't tell the difference, you know? <laughs> Upstairs right now, it sounds like pure chaos. Um, so anyways, I left my house super early. Uh, there was only one point, I mean, there was one point that I really got down and it was because it was only like four miles in too, but you could see the mountains in the distance, but then I had to turn east and like run over oh. them. So I was like putting extra distance <laughs> And that kind of sucked, but I was in the back of my mind. I'm like, well, you're trying to get 31 miles anyways. So this might just help you get that. And I almost, I honestly, like by the time I got to the car at the end where Lindsay and the girls were, um, it was like 32, 33 miles. So it almost worked out perfectly, like according to plan. Uh, But yeah, man, I did what you did, Brady. I listened to stuff like podcasts for the first like hour and a half, but then I'm like, I'm just going to go silent and. Mm-hmm. See how this goes there was a billion people out on the trail uh most people had masks so uh <laughs> um so i would you know pull that up every time i saw people which actually um throwing that mountain in at the end that sucked like going down it 
at mile 28 and it was really tricky and technical and there's like jagged rocks and stuff. Like I slowed way, way, way down going down that mountain. Cause I thought I was going to face plant. Cause my leg muscles could like, I mean, they were doing fine and they feel okay. But like, I thought they were just going to give out on a step down and then I was just going to start tumbling. But, uh, but yeah, and my buddy met me at like mile 24, brought some pickles. I drank a full cup of coffee. We just chatted for like 40 minutes. It was great, man. It was a good day. Mm. All right. Your buddy, your buddy, weird combo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I remember it was in a fun name. It's Cornejo. It? It's the other science. Cornejo. With me. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> He's the man. Nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then it was weird. Like we were in this trailhead parking lot and there's like 500 people trying to find parking spots and we just have the back of his jeep open like standing there eating food and like chatting and every once in a while there'd be a car like slowly slow down and they'd stop and they just sit there for like two minutes looking at us and we're like i don't know we're just we're just doing this this is what we're doing this is the aid station yeah. Yeah, yeah. this is when you stalk somebody with a grocery cart going back to their yeah their parking spot so you can take it and it didn't happen <laughs> yeah but yeah man honestly like it was great i felt i felt pretty good so um i'm ready i'm ready for september so the peer pressure is about to start again travis now realizes that the race is not canceled it is rescheduled <laughs> so he does yeah. owe us all 62 miles on his legs uh, mm -hmm. yep. i have not yep. run since since April first, <laughs> probably March twelfth or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I'm run. Just, I'm just like been, doing workouts. I can do a little garage workouts and have an alley I run down, but it's like four hundred. Sure. I've been doing yeah. Peloton and walking, and I guess I, there was like a two week stretch there when I did that um, insanity workout, which is basically just like agility BS, mm -hmm. and. Uh, that just kind of bugged my knees, so eventually stopped that. You know what won't bug your knees? Running 62 miles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Hang on, because you just did a 50K. Can you imagine doing two of those back to back? I haven't done one. Yeah. Yeah, you. Me? No. Me? No. I Chris think Ward. I can do one. <laughs> Chris Ward can definitely do one. You need to do two though. Travis is trying to get into Chris's head. Yeah, I can. I, I'm, I'm pretty confident. I got this. You, you told me the other day, you're like, I think I could have done 50. I'm like, well, you would have done 62. I could have done 50 and been okay. And then I could have forced myself through 12 more. And not been okay. And then. <laughs> Well, if that's you, okay. I'm just trying to. You remember when you guys like brought me in off of the course after the 50 miler? I was like shivering and like you guys put me on the that that like fold out bed. <laughs> yeah. You uh didn't look like you were gonna survive the night. We thought we were gonna have a, a burial the next day, but I felt you made good it. the next day. I felt fine the next day. So just remember that, man. You felt fine. Your body recovered, you're resilient. You got this. Honestly, my my favorite part of that whole race was the drive in at Brady. That was super fun. Yeah. We, we like drove for a good like three hours or so into the race, just like bullshitting. <laughs> so it's the camaraderie that that's fun. That's what I'm that's saying. That's why man. I'm not looking forward to it though, because it's like, <clears throat> because I know that all of you guys are going to be done after 50 K. 
Chris will have already dusted me. <laughs> I'm going to be by myself for the last 50K. <laughs> you, you don't need to be a superhuman. You can come to the 50K with us and have fun. No, we can't. No, because no he committed. 50K. I yeah, like you guys are making up irregular like, rules, like irrational rules. It's just sort of my whole philosophy yeah. at this point in life is like, I've already done a 50K. I never need to do a 50K again. I've done a 50 miler. Never, ever need to do that again. I kind of feel that way too, but I don't feel like I need to do more now. I feel like I don't have to do a 50K anymore. But You got to do a 50 uh, miler. You do. What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, uh, you this, that is your philosophy. No, you just did a 50K by yourself. Like, it's way yeah. harder to do it by yourself than it is with other people. That is true. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm very impressed by, by all of you guys. And Brady, though, like, doing a 50K with no one giving a crap except you and those old ladies on the track, like, no one cared, man, but you got it done. Yeah. Versus being no at a gave, race no where there's a shit. finish line and there's people – I mean, there's not – a lot of people There's cheering you on, but they'll all be all over the place. And like, go, go, go. You're awesome. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that'll be Sometimes. my thing. Maybe I only do 50Ks when no one's around. Maybe <laughs> next time I'll run from Muscatine to Iowa City. That'll yeah, be my next 50K. The 50 miler. The 50 miler. Do they have a 50 miler for Boonville, Chris? No, there's a 100K and there's a 100 miler. So, Travis, if you, oh. if you want to jump up to yeah. that. <laughs> you no one yeah. can run 100 miles in a day right you have to like camp or something. yeah you can run 100 miles in a day for sure go fuck yourself Freak does, yeah. Huh? Freak <laughs> yeah i think that's where we should 100 miles in guys day. if we're gonna go on this trajectory i'm happy to be the first one to not be a part of this endurance club <laughs> <laughs> i say we have to finish what we started though Fair. i mean we committed to this there's a legitimate concern i have i don't know how i can train for this still like, if it doesn't open up soon, I don't yeah. know how to train for it. You that's have true. to run outside, and you just have I mean, to that's run all somewhere I was doing other anyway. than Lakeshore. But get a literally tread. think about that, Brady. Of all the streets, how many streets have, like, a continuous 10 miles, let's say? One? Oh, that, none. No. Like, there's – I can't uh, just run 36 laps of a neighborhood. I'll die. You got to run to down, like, downtown Chicago and back. You know what I mean? Put like, yourself a Peloton tread, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> That's the move. What's no. the oh, they have a setting on there. It's a, you can they, like a Peloton, but treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. Like air runner. And I'm sure there's a setting that's just run. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just don't stop. <laughs> oh, my God. I will be the first one to say I need this, like, as a goal coming out of all of this crap. Uh, because I don't have any, like, goal past this especially physically so i know i will put pressure on all of you to say like hey i need the one the camaraderie and two like the the end goal of having that that uh the mental whatever time to to go back and and do i don't know just break down life because i mean my event that i did this weekend was nowhere near as long as any of yours and I still had that like 20 minutes. So I'm probably not Facebook friends with all of you guys, but just an announcement. Uh, my wife is pregnant. So I, had, yeah. I did it. You did it. How does it feel to not be a virgin anymore? Well, <laughs> I knew it would happen one day. <laughs> oh my God. But no, I, I thought about uh, that during the race. And I, like, I need that 
that projected time to be able to do that again. So I'm going to peer pressure all of you into, uh, into forcing my, my motivation again. Yeah. Like without this date, this like May 23rd date that had been set there for so long, like there's no chance I was working through all of the winter and like every morning waking up and running. Oh yeah. There's no way I was doing that all winter. I also spent hours outside in 30 degree weather training for this because we picked a may fucking ultra marathon you have to start uh, training in the se- winter september that's all yeah. just gone now it's september September. Now it's you're september. stronger for it man anyway <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no, no. well well i'm glad matt's peer pressuring everyone so you can take the the peer yeah pressure. you guys can share the peer pressure split i mean i'll probably do it if i can train for it yeah yeah for sure I'm not gonna I want to take yet, this this fitness and do something with it, right? That's always kind of a nice feeling of like, well, well I you get said this level of like fitness. Let me do something with it, you know. You, so, you said you were gonna um, what you you want because like you said you wanted to drop another however many pounds. So maybe that's like yeah, definitely. I'd like to dial in the nutrition part of it, but I also think just as an added fun thing. I mean, for all you like this, I I maybe go join there's like a crossfit gym in town that i kind of want to join like and go try that no you're off the crossfit wagon now i think i can't go so i do it by myself and to get yourself to commit to go do like 30 burpees and then a bunch of double unders and a shitload of wall like it is an environment that needs to be done with other people and to do it in your garage Mm -hmm. difficult. Mm, i see what you're saying well they don't care in iowa as much they just say like COVID where is the crossfit gym there right next to the river right next to the bridge ladies and germs i'm, I'm gonna go facetime my dad my sister oh, uh, hi. it's been, Tell it's been hi. fun yeah i got a little donnie and amy is a hey well we'll do let's wrap this up because i feel like a like sean and travis on the peloton bike like i've been sitting so long hunched over i'm the, used to we, it stallion we could go all day yeah but <laughs> But thank you guys. I just want to say like, congrats again. Like you guys are all super awesome. It's been really fun to, you know, egg you guys on and peer pressure you and, and make you suffer in different ways, but in a fun way. And I think type two fun is just better with friends. If I'm going to be honest, like it's as much fun as it was virtually over the text messages and stuff, it's just going to be a billion times better when we're Travis is at my, <laughs> Travis is at mile 50 walking down the road yes. and then we pull the car up, you know, down the road by him, just watching him limp along. Maybe we jump in the woods and scare yeah. him. I don't know. You guys will all like get done with your 50 K and I'll just be right next to you crying. <laughs> like, that's just going to be so much more fun. I'm halfway done. And I wish there was like a lap. Like I could say like starting lap two. Right <laughs> <when we> <laughs> and Travis is just already 100% committed. And he's already, I mean, he already signed up. So that's all I got to say. Yeah, I'm going to cry. Oh, yeah, does all I this think stuff carry a- forward? Do we have to do anything if it's okay? Nothing. I already just find, need to find a new place to stay. Oh yeah, that. True. We can talk about that later, but yeah, dude. I think it'll be successful, (laughs) successful 100K if I only cry twice during the race. (laughs) I like your goal setting. This is good. All right. Well, thank you guys for doing this. See you, bye. Thanks for having us. See you guys. All right. See you guys. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up the show. Uh, huge thanks to all those guys for everything. I mean, not just for doing the podcast, but uh, for being some of the best dudes that I know, um, you know, and just being amazing, amazing people. Like I said, I was so inspired by all of them through this whole process. Uh, we'll all be definitely doing something in the future. I'm hoping I can restoke the flames of an ultra uh, for them. And, you know, like just so when a race is rescheduled, sometimes just it's not that someone doesn't want to do it. It's just that scheduling doesn't work out. So as of right now, uh, it's going to be me and Thad Burkamper, who was mentioned on the show and we've talked with quite a bit, um, but wasn't on this episode. So we'll have to have Thad on after we both kind of uh, see what it feels like. See what it feels like for Thad to run 30 miles. See what it feels like for me to run uh, the 100K at Boonville, so 60 miles. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Should be cool. Uh, this was a very long episode, so let's kind of just wrap it there and hope you guys are having an awesome week, awesome summer, um, doing your best you can to be adaptable and, and all of that. Uh, we'll be back at, at you guys next week. We're interviewing Kirsty Ennis. Uh, look her up. She's awesome. She won an SP award for the Pat Tillman service award. Um, and she is climbing, uh, the seven summits on one leg and she's awesome. Super inspirational. Uh, I think I mentioned it in the last outro. Um, and if you're still here an hour and 37 minutes in, uh, go check out her episode beforehand. Uh, she did an episode on Jocko Willink's podcast and it was, it was awesome. She talks all about her, uh, military career and, and definitely about climbing the summits. Uh, we'll get into a little bit more about specific summits, specific adventures and misadventures along the way uh, and, and things she's learned, but the Jocko one's amazing. And I listened to it afterwards cause I didn't want to know, I didn't want to know the complete story beforehand, but, but after listening, like I talked with her and then I, I downloaded that and listened to it during a workout. And I was like, Whoa, like she's absolutely even more mind blowingly awesome than, than I even knew, which is, which is so cool. So it's a really good episode. We have a whole bunch of really good ones coming up. Um, so I'm very excited, uh, to, to kind of, you know, push through the summer strong with the podcast. So, uh, thank you guys for listening and, uh, yeah, we'll get back at you next week.